Dusan Abramovic. They have their storybook ending. Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Wrexham Texan, episode 41, um, coming at you live from Summit, Mississippi. It is a tiny little town in the middle of Mississippi. Um, I'm here with my family for Thanksgiving at my grandmother's house. Um, so if the if there's a lag, if the um, if the the resolution isn't great, if it's all blurry, that's why it's because um, we are on very, 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 very slow internet out in the country. Um, there are multiple people on the internet as well inside the house. I'm in the van that my wife and I travel in. Um, so apologies for any lack of production value for this episode. Um, if you have any interest in following me um, and interacting with me, on online on social media apps go to instagram and twitter you can find me wxm texan rexam texan you can also please leave a review leave a rating for this show because it very much helps um very much helps get get more people to watch it get more eyes on it um gets me in the algorithm a little bit more i love talking about our beloved rexam team and uh, would love to continue doing this for years and years and years to come so um Go to Apple, go to Spotify, you know, drop a like on if you're watching this on YouTube, um, comment on it, um, just interact. You know, I'm, I'm, I would love to have you on the show if you're interested in coming on the show. If not, um, comment on it in the comment section and I'll 100% of the time get back to you, comment, respond, reply, all that good stuff. Um, all right, y'all. Well, after the devastatingly terrible loss, um, to Accrington Stanley last week, where we just had no energy. It was a miserable game. We had a small bounce back in the form of destroying Morecambe 6-0. <laughs> we got a clean sheet. Mullen got a hat trick. Mendy got a goal. Uh, Jones got a goal. They got an own goal, which was basically Andy Cannon. Andy Cannon would have scored that if, if their guy hadn't punched it in. So um, overall... I mean, could you ask for anything more from, from this game? I, I mean, I just don't think so. It was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed from minute, what was it, minute five is when we scored our first goal. Um, yeah, minute five, I think, and then minute eight. Actually, let's, you know what? Let's just go straight into the statistics. Um, all right. We have an own goal in minute five, and then Mullen launched one in in the seventh minute and then anthony ford went down in the 35th minute or 33rd minute something like that uh let's go look at the lineups what what minute did he come off at yeah like i said the internet's terrible so loading pages is frustrating um ford came off in the 27th minute with an injury that didn't look terrible so hopefully he recovers quickly um at this point i'm unsure of what the injury was. It could have been a re-aggravation of a previ previously existing injury, but um, like I said, unsure. Uh, so that brought on Mr. Jacob Mendy, 
who then in the 35th minute made one of the best plays um, leading up to, maybe not one of the, I mean, the whole play leading up to him scoring was absolutely fantastic. His defender slid thinking he was about to shoot because he pumped like he was. And then he just kept dribbling a second longer, kicked it straight through every defender, put it just above the goalie's outstretched arms, just underneath the crossbar, hit the top of the net. It was phenomenal. It was a thing of beauty. That left foot of Jacob Mendy, mm, it is stinking great. And yeah, I mean, he's a fellow Jake, so I have to like him. I mean, we have two Jakes on the team. Um, him and him and Jake Bickerstaff. And so I love those two guys uh, a whole bunch, just just based purely on name alone. Um, but yeah, let's go over some match statistics, shall we? We destroyed in possession, 61 to 39. It felt like we did too. It was one of those games where it just felt like there was never any doubt. It kind of was reminiscent of, of like playing a team in a lower league. Um, maybe Yeovil Town, something like that. Um, uh, earlier this this month, uh, it just it never felt like there was any doubt that we were going to wallop Morecambe. Um, <clears throat> we had the ball the whole game, and it was I mean it was beautiful. Let's see, uh, dual success rate, aerial duels, all about even. Interceptions about even. Offsides, we were offsides three times. They're offsides once. I thought the refing was super inconsistent, which we'll talk about here in a second. Um, corners, they won seven. We won five. They did nothing with their seven corners. Um, our distribution, we murdered them. 200 extra pass, 200 more passes than them. Long pass is about the same. Our passing accuracy was better than them. Our uh, passing accuracy in their half was better than them. About the same amount of crosses, about the same crossing accuracy. Um, we had six goals, y'all. Six goals off 19 shots. Uh, eight of eight of our shots were on target, five of our shots were blocked, eleven shots from outside the box, eight from inside the box. Our shooting accuracy was 42%. Theirs was 14. Uh, utter down like there's there's not much more you can say about this game other than it was utter domination. Um, tackles were about the same tackle success rate. They actually won on probably because we had the ball. Most of the time we maintained possession forever. Um, 27 clearances for us, 20 for them discipline 11 to 10 and on fouls one to one on yellows. They absolutely should have had another yellow, which we'll get to in a second. Um, yeah, senior, 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 I just said senior, like it's Spanish. Um, they had an own goal in the fifth minute. Mullen scored in the seventh. Mindy in the 35th. Then Mullen, Mullen, 10 minutes apart in the 67th and 77th minute, followed by a game-ending goal by James Jones in the 96th minute of injury time. Sixth minute of injury time, whatever you want to call it. Um, like I said, y'all, I mean, this is exactly what you want to see after your team just blew it the week before uh we last week we mentioned it everybody knows it players know it parky knows it everyone knows we came out with no energy there was nothing good going on on that field and this week we came back with a vengeance i predicted i believe i had predicted 3-0 with mullen and mindy scoring and palmer scoring i believe was my prediction 
either Mullen and Mindy or Mullen or Mindy. I can't remember. But um, I got the Mullen and the Mindy part right and uh, didn't get the 3-0 part right uh, and didn't get the Palmer part right. Although Palmer came very close. He almost put one in the back of the net a couple times. Had a great assist to Mullen. So he did his part today. He uh, he helped bring home that, that victory. Um, I thought the refing was super inconsistent and mediocre. I thought that James Jones got, was it Jones or Cannon that got that yellow card? Let me go back and look. Apologies. Uh, Cannon. It was Cannon who got the yellow card in the 19th minute, basically just not really going for the ball um, behind an attacking player on theirs uh, of theirs that uh, was making a break. And then like 10 minutes later, they came back into the exact same thing to us and they didn't get a call. Uh, I didn't really understand that. The ref was super picky about a rolling free kick here and there. Um, I think we had to respot a ball five times before we finally let it, let it play. Um, which he was super picky about a ton of stuff. He also, uh, at one point during the second half, called a stopped play on a quick throw-in of ours to give a yellow card to their coach, which we had the advantage. We played a quick throw. He blew the whistle after we threw the ball in. I thought that was idiotic. He seemed like he had no control over the game. He had no control over his emotions. He just did things willy nilly um, at his, like just whatever he wanted to do. He did it um, at his own time and his own pace. Like I thought his refing was incredibly inconsistent um, and made for very frustrating little tidbits. But you know, in the end we won. So it really doesn't matter. I just, I really wish the quality of the referees was much, much better than it was last um, last season in the, in the National League. But it's just not. It's extremely inconsistent. It's all over the place. Two games ago was great. This game was terrible. So I, I just, it's, it's painful. Um, it, it's also painful just not knowing which rules are going to be enforced any given week and like which, what they're going to let go and what they're not. Like, I understand there are different refs with different styles, but there is a standard to what is called and what isn't. And that should be, uh, that should be what refs focus on. Um, it drives me nuts that they don't. And they seem to be extremely inconsistent a lot of the time. Um, and hopefully that hopefully that changes the further up the leagues we go because it's incredibly frustrating um, to watch watch those kinds of things happen. Um, what else? I mean, honestly, y'all, today was just so simple, like so easy, so easy breezy. I mean, there's nothing nothing wrong other than Ford getting injured. I didn't really care for that. I hope that he makes a quick recovery. I love Anthony Ford and hope he returns to action very soon. Um, in the meantime, we do have Jacob Mendy, who is a phenomenal player. He's uh, turning into one of my favorite players. You can tell that he just hustles his butt all the way down the field, all the way down the pitch every single time. He makes some incredible moves. He's super athletic. Um, great addition. I think, I think he's got the skills and the desire and the hustle to make it if we keep getting promoted, when we keep getting promoted, um, 
I think he can. I think he can make it into the Championship League. Um, I can't say that about everybody on our squad, but I think he has. I think he's got what it takes to make it and either at least be on the bench, but possibly be a rotation player or even a starter from time to time. Um, yeah, and he's he's still pretty young, so like he he he's got a lot of room for growth. Um, and uh, I'm just excited to watch his his career and hopefully uh, his career continue with us for many many years to come. Um, what else should I talk about this week? It was just I have I'm just so happy. Everything was just so dang good with this game. Um, Mullen, it was easily his best game of the season. I mean, he had three very good goals. That second half goal where he just had a little touch around the defender, sprinted to the other side and cranked it through the defender's legs and just around the goalie. That was a thing of beauty. Almost there are very few people in League Two that can do that. And Mullen made it look so easy that. Uh, yeah, that, that had to have been the highlight of the day if it weren't for Mendy's goal, both of those. And honestly, the goal leading up to uh, the goal leading up to was it Mullins first goal? I'm trying to think. I think the, the whole play leading up to Mullins first goal where we passed it, it was just one touch and some two touch passes, just boom, 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 pinballing beautifully done beautifully executed um just incredible passing on our part incredible vision and putting the ball exactly where we wanted it um which we definitely don't always do I mean, I, I just thought everybody gelled so well together today. Um, I didn't think we had too many missteps, too many mistakes. Tozer played great. McLean played fine. George Evans played great. Lee had some shifty little moves that he pulled off that were incredible. Um, just everybody was on their game today. And I've been saying this since the third game of this season. We 
have enough quality players on our team to, to field two squads. And um, if we keep playing the way we did today, we cannot be beat. Um, today was a perfect example of what peak Wrexham is this season. And uh, if we can figure out how to copy that, um, we're not going to be able to copy it every game. That's just not how sports work. Um, but if we're able to duplicate what we did today for 60 to 80% of the games that we play, we will be going into the, into league one, no problem at the end of this year. So, um, I, I have absolute faith that we can do that. Um, I'm not feeling pessimistic about anything with our team. Um, the only thing I'm constantly wary of is injuries because they just pop seem to pop up out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden someone's gone for like six months and that kind of stuff can be devastating if it happens to a few crucial players. Um, but you know, we didn't have Mullen for the first six games and we were like sixth by the time sixth in the league by the time he came back. So um, I think there are very few players who uh, we can't compensate for in some way. Ah, one of my lights went off. So if you're watching this, apologies. <laughs> um, there are very few players that we can't compensate for uh, with different lineups, different starters, different uh, formations. And Mullen is probably the hardest one to compensate for, but also our goalie. And let's talk about Oconquo because... He made some fantastic saves. He didn't make any mistakes today. He was, I mean, he's super Oconquo. Like he's super Oconquo in goal. Um, he's exactly what we need. And I'm going to repeat this every single time I talk about Oconquo. We need to sign him as soon as is humanly possible. Um, the moment we're able to, we need to sign him because having a young stud goalkeeper that is signed to a long-term contract that we can rely on for the next five years would be a huge boost. Then you can base an entire defense around one guy and understand that he now has, he can understand that he now has the authority to be able to tell people what to do. He can, it is his team. We talked about this last week with um, Steve Irwin when he came on the show or two weeks ago. Last week, I don't know. One of the last couple episodes where it gives, I feel like it would give him the confidence and uh, um, the maybe permission, even though he probably doesn't need it, permission to boss people around more, tell them what to do, be more vocal out on the field. Um, and it would give us a solid foundation for building our club. We have him in the goal, we have Mullen up front. What more could you ask for? And we have Lee in the middle. Those are, I feel like those are our three anchors at this point. Um, I, I, how can you beat that team? Like if, if, if those are our three anchors and we surround them with some of the best people that we can afford and the best people that we can find, there's not going to be any stopping Wrexham. And uh, it makes me very happy to say that. Um, today's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. I want to go hang out with my family. I don't see them. Um, all that often. So uh, I just, I, I had to get an episode out before the end of November um, for a couple reasons. So apologies. I will not be putting out, I'll be putting out four episodes during December. 
but none of those episodes will be commenting on any of the matches played. I will not be recording any podcasts during um, during December. I'm, I take December's off and I take uh, June off. Um, those are because I do a lot of podcasting. I do a lot of film work. I do a lot of stuff. And those are the two months where I stop most of my work, do projects around the house, do projects that, you know, in life that need to be done that have been neglected for the past five months of me doing things like this nonstop. So um, what I, the, the episodes that will be coming out are three episodes of reviewing Welcome to Wrexham, the final three episodes of season two. Um, so those will be great. And then I shot an episode with my brother while I was here in, in Mississippi where it's us, it's him giving his pitch as to why the FA Cup, despite how much he loves it, should probably be changed. Um, and so I'm sure that one will get some uh, some commenters, <laughs> some people who uh, do not care for changing tradition. Um, I think it, he's got some great ideas on how to make it work, um, how to make it better, how to improve uh the attendance and the viewership uh on television and streaming um and so and just build the overall excitement for the fa cup so stay tuned for that one uh, i believe it'll probably come out the week of christmas since there are some fa cup games that happen um around then so um i believe that'll be that'll be when that one comes out and the rest of the episodes will be about welcome to Rexham season two the final three episodes and then i'm still going to be interacting and posting things on twitter and instagram so feel free to follow me there and and comment and um interact with me there because i'm still going to be watching all the matches i'm just not going to be doing any um full-on podcasts uh about about them so uh yeah you'll still get the red hot take which is you know my short one minute story after um after we dominate whatever team we happen to be playing that week so yeah thank you all so much for tuning in i really appreciate it go follow me on instagram and twitter wxm texan uh and drop a like leave a rating leave a review if you don't like what i'm doing then uh at least if you're going to leave a rating leave a review so you can tell me some constructive criticism on how to improve um otherwise I'll see y'all later. Um, if you, oh, that's one other thing. If you want to come on the show ever, message me on any platform. You can also email me, director at peacefulcproductions.com. I'm happy to have fans, opponent fans, opponent supporters, players, coaches, uh, anybody involved with Welcome to Wrexham or documentary series about sports. Um, would love to talk to you. I believe we're going to have, uh, actually there might be five episodes coming out in December because I'm having one of the cinematographers and drone pilots from season one of Welcome to Wrexham on. Um, so hopefully that will happen in December as well. Uh, so yeah, a lot to look forward to in December despite not being, um, not covering the, the matches. <laughs> All right, y'all, that'll do it for this episode. Thank y'all so much for watching Up the Town. My soul, though your hearts are gonna see it, you're gonna see it.
And if you knock my soul with all your strength, you're gonna find it. You're gonna find it.